Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, welcome to another episode of Medicine Mondays. This is the month of May. And if you've been around the Lunch and Learn community, you know that one of my favorite topics is high blood pressure. And the month of May kind of highlights that because we talk about blood pressure month, right? So the month of May has been deemed National Blood Pressure Month. Dr. Barry Pierre, you're truly the board certified internist. I love talking about high blood pressure. In fact, if you Take a second, whether you're watching me on the YouTube or listening to on the podcast, and you just search Dr. Barry Pierre in high blood pressure, you're going to see a lot of things come up. So if you are one of my avid YouTube watchers, first of all, thank you. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that notification bell. If you are my podcast listeners, obviously, make sure you subscribe there. Right. And if you're a visual person, you like graphics right you like visually seeing what is it about blood pressure that dr barry pierre loves talking about it go to my website drbarrypierre.com under resources one of my infographics is on what you should know about high blood pressure reason being and the reason why i go so hard on this topic is because i've always and it's always been dubbed as the silent killer the one that you don't even know of the damage is causing until the damage is caused has already been done. Personal story. So my father passed away when I was a first year going to second year medical student. And guess what does guess what caused it, right? Like uncontrolled high blood pressure. He actually uh, developed uh, what we call an aortic dissection. They got surgically repaired. And, you know, shortly thereafter passed away. And it was right then and there. And, and mind you, this is, you know, Haitian older gentleman doesn't talk about health, even though his son was in medical school. Here you have this disease that he had been dealing with for so long that he kind of put off that he kind of said, ah, nothing to do here, nothing to see here. Reason being is because it wasn't outwardly affecting him. Little did he know of the damage it was causing on the inside, but because it wasn't outwardly affecting him, he kind of brushed it off. So I've always had this affinity of how significant high blood pressure is to just the body in and of itself, but more importantly, because it can sneak up on you, because it can cause the damage that it can cause before you even know it, I figured, hey, let me shout from the rooftops to try to educate whoever is willing to listen to little old me because when I started doing uh, my Lunch and Learn series on, uh, when I was a, when I was a, yeah, I was an attending right out of uh, residency, like, and no one was listening to me, right? No one, you know, especially compared to how many people listen to me now. But the driving force was that I said, hey, you know what? If I can talk about a disease, and I could reach one family, two family, three families, then I would have done my job. So I love talking about National um, Blood Pressure Month because I just like talking about high blood pressure and I like continuing to highlight what we need to do to combat it. 
because there's so many different things, right? When we talk about just from a sheer numbers game, right? Like let's 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 just hear some, some numbers, right? Just so you guys can kind of understand of uh, the severity of it. And this is kind of worldwide picture. 1.3 billion adults aged 30 to 79 are dealing with high blood pressure. 1.3 billion across the world. 46% of adults who have high blood pressure don't even know it. I want us to think about that. Age 30 to 79, 46, and we know that 1.3 billion people have it. We know that there are 46% of, people, of adults who are having high blood pressure and are walking around like they don't have high blood pressure because they don't even know it. What makes it worse, 42% who have high blood pressure and are taking meds are adequately treating it. So they're not even in the range of control even though they're taking medications for it. So we got a problem on our hands if we don't continue to highlight this disease. We have a problem in our hand if we don't continue to highlight the effects of this disease, which obviously we'll talk about today. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And again, we won't do it necessarily nitty-gritty. We won't go deep dive. But I do want to kind of keep it very general because I do want people to understand that there's a reason why Dr. Barry, every single year around this time, will be talking about high blood pressure. There's a reason why. Because it's been such a disease that we know that if we can stop it, if we can slow its progression down, the amount of lives that we will save are insurmountable. Uh, heart, again, because heart disease has been the number one killer in the world for as long as we can remember. Guess what significant diseases affects heart disease? Having uncontrolled high blood pressure. So we know if I, if I can attack high blood pressure, guess what? I'm also going to be attacking heart disease. So it's, it kind of goes hand in hand. And you hear a lot about high blood pressure, what that even means. And the way I always kind of give my patients the mental picture, imagine you're walking through, you're at the grocery store, you're walking through, you're about to walk through the grocery store and it just opens up freely. Boom, you walk in, hey, I'm here, you walk out. Now imagine if someone was standing on one side of uh, the door. So now your walkway that you had to be able to kind of, you know, maneuver through the doors is a little bit smaller, but you can still get through. Now, imagine if two people happen to be standing in front of the door and now you're having to maneuver a little bit more. You're having to squeeze in a little bit more. Imagine if three or four people were standing in the door and you still needed to go get the eggs. You still had to go get that milk because the babies are crying and you need that milk. So now you have to force yourself through this door that used to be open, but is no longer open. That's the visual picture I give my patients when I talk about high blood pressure and what that is doing to the heart. It's that pressure that it takes for the blood to move through the body. And we know that the harder, the harder it takes for you to move through the body, aka the harder it is for you to get through the door, guess what? The more work you have to do, the weaker uh, you become, right? Because you're spending so much energy trying to push through the door 
that by the time you get to the back eye with the eggs, you're tired. You're weak. You're like, oh, all right, I need to get something else. I'm like, I'm I was just here for eggs, but I might pick up something else. So when I that's the mental picture I always give my patients because it's very easy for them to kind of connect whatever mental picture you may be getting when you're thinking, all right, like how can I picture what it's like for my body to deal with high blood pressure? Think of that. And the reason being the reason why we have to think about it is our body is amazing. I say it all the time. When we're taking care of our bodies, our bodies are amazing. Our bodies will deal with stress on top of stress on top of stress until it can't deal with it no more. And unfortunately, especially when we talk about high blood pressure, we know that our bodies will deal with not not like days, decades, decades of stress we put our bodies through. It will deal with it if you give it enough time. If you give it enough time to adjust through those double doors, it will deal with the stress that now four people are standing in the way. But if you don't give it enough time and you try to ram it, problems can arise. So we know that because you can have issues with blood pressure not being controlled for a long period of time, more importantly, because your body does such a great job absorbing with it, dealing with the issues, all of a sudden, all these other end organs start playing a, a role and, and start being hurt in the process. So all of a sudden, because of all of the stress of dealing with high blood pressure, your heart takes a hit. All of a sudden, because of dealing with the stress of high blood pressure, your vessels take a hit. All of a sudden, because you're dealing with uncontrolled high blood pressure for so long, your kidneys take a hit. All of a sudden, dealing with high blood pressure for so long, right, your eyes take a hit. All of a sudden, it just becomes this snowball effect of issues that will continue to compound on top of each other because your blood pressure is not controlled. That's why we spend the month of May saying, hey, check your blood pressure. Like how many of y'all, I don't want you to tell yourselves, unless you want to, how many of y'all are, are victims of not knowing what your lab blood pressure reading is? More importantly, how many of y'all are victims of not checking your blood pressure within the past three months? And I'm, I'm giving you leeway with three months. How many, again, YouTube watchers, drop a comment. Podcast listeners, drop a comment somewhere. How many of you guys are victims of not even checking your blood pressure in the last three months? Hey, what's up, everybody? It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what? What can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year, we have launched the Lunch and Learn Patreon community where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q&As. Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drbarrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private discord today. And it's, trust me, it's, and I don't want you guys to feel alone. There's a lot of people that if you ask them, hey, when's the last time you checked your blood pressure? They would give you, they would give you the blank stare face. Like, hold on, what, check blood pressure? What do you mean? Even though it's everywhere, even though anytime you go to any one of these pharmacies, you can stick your hand in there and say, oh, this is what my blood pressure is. 
but there's a lot of people and mind you, I'm in the medical field. And if I went around starting to ask the the hospital staff, the rehab staff, like, hey, when's the last time you checked your blood pressure? I'd get a lot of blank faces too. So I don't want you to think that, oh, it's just because Dr. Pierre is in health field and they're always checking the blood pressure. That is not the case. So you have a disease that we know, we know affects so many people worldwide. We have a disease that we know is a significant contributor to the number one killer, the number one killer for decades. And yet it doesn't cause any symptoms until it's too late. And when I say too late until I'm telling you, hey, guess what? Your kidneys are shot. You have to go on dialysis. Hey, guess what? You know, your vision issue that you've been dealing with is because your blood pressure has been uncontrolled. Hey, guess what? All of the pressure that your heart has had to do to deal with that high blood pressure, guess what? You now have uh, cardiomyopathy, some type of heart muscle related disease. Hey, guess what? You are in the ER right now because you just had a heart attack. You didn't realize you were having a heart attack, but your blood pressure was so much that your heart couldn't deal with the strain. And then boom, there you go. Hey, guess what? The reason why you cannot move the left side of your body is because you just had a significant stroke. And the reason why you had a significant stroke is because your body got to the point where it said, hey, you know what? I can't deal with this blood pressure issues anymore. And if I can't deal with these blood pressure issues anymore, I'm sorry, uh, I'm done. It's up to you. And when your body says it's up to you, you end up seeing someone like me. You end up seeing someone like me in a hospital because your body says, hey, I'm done. I can't do this no more. Like, like, I need some help. And a lot of people, the first time they recognize that they're dealing with uncontrolled blood pressure related issues is when they're coming to the hospital, is when they're going to the doctor's appointment and they have headaches and they have dizziness and they have chest pain and discomfort or they have numbness in their legs and they can't, like that is literally the first time a lot of people will recognize or be informed that, hey, you know what? Your blood pressure ain't really uh, the best at hand, right? So you have all of these different issues associated with high blood pressure, all these different issues associated uh, with controlling your blood pressure, right? We we are big on obviously starting where we need to start, right? Like, what is the dietary like? What is your diet habits like? What is the nutrition like behind what you're eating? Because we know what you intake definitely plays a factor. But for those who know me, you know, I like to ask the nitty gritty questions. I like to ask questions like, what is that family history like? Because Despite what they may tell you, genetics plays such a significant factor on patients' disease and how they present, when they present, or how many people end up presenting. So if I know mom and dad had high blood pressure issues, I'm not going to be surprised when the kids have high blood pressure issues. If I know mom and dad suffer from heart disease, I should not be surprised when the kids suffer from heart disease. If grandma and grandpa had this issue, I shouldn't be surprised when the grandchildren have that issue. So like I'm a big family history. That's why I always champion my, my, my patients and my community. Make sure you are asking your family members, hey, what, what y'all got going on with y'all? Because a lot of times we don't like to talk about it. We'll go to the doctor's office and we'll be kind of in our own motion. 
and we don't tell the other family members, hey, this is what I, you know, maybe you don't like the family members. Hey, this is what's going on. This was going on with me. Like, hey, I just got diagnosed with this cancer here. You might want to check a little sooner, right? So I'm big on the family history aspect of it because I know there are certain things that you can't do. I know that gender is an issue, right? I know that um, when uh, women get older, right, and they lose that protection uh, from uh, estrogen because they're going to menopause, I know that their risk of heart disease shoots up, right? So there are certain things that from a physician healthcare perspective, we always have to kind of do our detective work and trying to kind of elucidate like, all right, is this a person I need to be concerned about? Is this a person that I need to be worried about? Because I know the end organ issues that can occur if I don't do anything about it. I don't do nothing about it. I know the issues that can arise. So I have to, right? So this is why we scream from the rooftops, May, National Blood Pressure Education Month, because everybody needs to be educated in one way. And I know that I have a lot of new listeners, new watchers um, over the year. So every year I'm going to continue to refresh in our minds the importance of getting our blood pressure done. I'm going to continue to do it because if I don't, guess what? If I don't, guess what? Some Someone else will succumb to having a family member who ends up passing away due to uncontrolled high blood pressure. So if I can just scream it from the rooftops and say, hey, this is what you need to worry about, then I feel, I feel much, not a little bit, I feel much better uh, about myself, right? So again, kind of going back to kind of the role of, you know, the bl blood pressure just in our life, right? We know diet management, right? And we know weight management. We know being obese uh, plays a significant factor. We know uh, the type of foods we play a significant factor. We know the type of medications uh, we are taking, whether it be over-the-counter, natural supplement, or prescribed. We know those are going to play a significant factor in how we deal with blood pressure. So that's why it's, again, on us to not only monitor, you know, stick your hand, stick your hand in the blood pressure machines, but also to monitor what's going in, what's going out, because all of these can play a factor in your life. All of these can play a factor in how well you're going to control your blood pressure. Because if you don't get nothing from today's episode, I want you to get the fact that, hey, this is my blood pressure. This is my blood pressure range. This is what I'm going to do to control it. Ask yourself, what am I doing to make sure that I am controlling my high blood pressure? Because I don't want to have to deal with all of the diseases that can occur if I don't do it. I don't want to deal with that. And you know you don't want to deal with that. Right. So we have, again, and I, I kind of break down kind of a treatment option standpoint, plenty of medications, right? Plenty of medications uh, from beta blockers, from diuretics, from calcium channel blockers, plenty of natural medications. CoQ10 is probably one of my favorite ones that I use uh, because there is some kind of analytical studies kind of associating and favoring that aspect of it. Uh, but there are certain foods, again, and like I said, we're kind of going back to the diet. There's certain foods that do us better um, when we're talking about controlling our high blood pressure. And again, a lot of these, and a lot of times, especially when we talk about kind of the prescription-related medications versus the natural-related medications, a lot of times people think it's a sum-zero game. Like, if I go to one side, I can't go to the other. I love, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an osteopathic physician, right? So we, we're all holistic, right? I love being able to combine the two. One, because I know my patients want to combine the two. My patients want to have that empowerment that like, oh, I'm taking these natural supplements. I think it's doing good. Great. But make sure you also take your diuretic. 
Right. Like, and yes, there's some natural diuretics, but I also take this one. Like, so it's a matter of making sure you're marrying the two. So your patients don't necessarily, especially because you have patients who may not necessarily trust the medical system. We, we've got plenty of episodes discussing that. But if you have a patient who's like, hey, I'll, I'll try this here, but I want to make sure I don't like I'm not going to leave my other stuff alone. Making sure that, hey, you're sitting down and say, okay, hey, this is a natural diuretic. You're already taking a diuretic, so you don't need to take that. Or, all right, you're going to take this natural diuretic. I'm going to take away this uh, prescription diuretic. Just coming together to kind of help the compliance of the patient so that they're willing to do what they need to do. Because taking care of blood pressure, it ain't a sexy job. Be honest. It's not, it's not, it's not fun. Like when, when I'm taking care of my diabetic patients and I'm controlling their blood sugar, they can visually see like, okay, yep, my sugars are much better controlled. They can start recognizing, hey, I'm feeling a little bit better. I got a little bit more energy to myself because my blood sugar is controlled. But it's not a sexy thing to take care of blood pressure because you don't really feel much difference. When your blood pressure is high, you, a lot of people don't feel anything. When your blood pressure is regular, a lot of people don't feel anything. So what happens is compliance-wise kind of goes down because you're thinking, hey, there's no difference between when I'm taking and not taking this medication. Do I still need to take this medication? That's what they tell themselves. I know because they end up in the hospital. They end up in the hospital. So I know that's what they tell themselves. And what I say is just because you can't feel what's going on on the inside, your kidneys are screaming. Your liver is screaming. Your legs are screaming. Your heart is screaming. Please take something to help us. Something, please take something to get away and get these four people out of the grocery door so I can walk in smoothly. That's that's what intervention does. Intervention says, hey, let me get these four guys out your way so you can go in the back and get your eggs and milk. Because if I don't help you, yes, you'll eventually get back there, but you're going to struggle, right? You're going to be in some pain. You're going to be weak. You're going to be tired. And one day you're not going to be able to make it to the back to get those eggs and milk because you're going to drop dead. So it's important, important, important to understand that in the pursuit of taking care of your high blood pressure, it's not going to be the most sexiest thing to do. And letting your patients know like, hey, when your blood pressure is controlled, you're not going to really feel no difference. But I, I want you to know that your kidneys will love you. Your heart will love you. Your eyes will love you. All these different organs that can't scream out for help until it's too late, they will love you if you're doing your job taking care of your blood pressure. And I kind of mentioned kind of the coexisting issues. Um, So they ended, right? Let's talk about kind of preventative measures, right? Getting your regular checkups. Getting regular checkups. Please, please, please get your regular checkup. If If you're one of these young, healthy fly folks, on your birthday, get your annual exam. But getting regular checkups to make sure that it's consistent that your blood pressure is staying where it needs to stay. So getting regular checkups, obviously healthy lifestyle choices, eating better, um, you know, exercising more. That's like a no duh, no brainer. Gotta do that. Um, stress is such a significant factor. A lot of us are stressed. We know it. Stress kind of, especially here, I'll say that. Let me take that back. Especially here in the United States. Here in the United States, Stress plays such a significant factor. And I'm not saying that people in different parts of the world aren't stressed, but the way we take our stress is a different level. And the reason why is because when I go and I go, I've, I've done health fairs and I just, you know, I want to go out of the country, like 
they're not as stressed as we are. Like, and they some and they'll ask us like, "Hey, why are y'all so stressed over there?" Like, obviously, I'm black, so I, I got a lot of reasons to be stressed. Um, I got kids, right? So school shooting happens every now. A lot of reasons to be stressed. So I got a lot of reasons to be stressed. But the outside world definitely recognizes that the Americans are really, really, really stressed. And if you're really, really, really stressed, you're going to release hormones that add to the problem of your blood pressure rising. And we want to avoid that. That's what we want to avoid. Um, and then just more importantly, understanding your risk. And that's when I, that, again, that's when the detective work comes in. That's when you finding out hey, like, where am I at, right? Like, am I healthy? Am I uh, eating right? Am I losing weight? Am I, am I maintaining my weight? Am I getting my regular checkups? Do I know my family history? Do I know the risk factors associated with it? Like, understanding your own, because everyone's risk is going to be different. Everyone's risk is going to be different, right? And obviously, we talk about dietary management, weight management, but I've there's, there's plenty of... Uh, bodybuilders, plenty of people who stay in the gym, who still deal with heart disease, who still deal with all of the effects from it. So, like, I don't want you to, because what typically happens, uh, especially when we talk about weight management, you automatically go like, oh, okay, this is just a disease for the obese. And like, no, 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 no. You don't become the, you don't become a part of the number one reason why people die yearly, only affecting the obese crowd. That it just don't work like that, <laughs> right? Like, it just is what it is, right? So again. National Blood Pressure Month, the month of May, right? This is the month where you have to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to let another three months go by and I don't know what my blood pressure is. That ain't going to happen no more. I'm going to do something about it. And what better time to do it than during the month when everyone is already talking about it? What better time to do it? Y'all just ask. I'm just asking a question. What better time to do it when that curves, right? So again, yours truly, Dr. Barry. Again, if you love infographics, go to drbarrypierre.com forward slash resources. I got my head blood pressure infographic there waiting for you guys. If you if you want to, if you want to, if you want to give me an early Christmas present, go get your blood pressure check. Go stick your arm in that pharmacy. Do and do it a few times. Just don't do it one time because a lot of y'all will do it. Stick your arm and then you'll never do it again, right? Like make it a routine until you're making it a routine. Make it a routine to check your blood pressure until you're making it a routine to check your blood pressure. That's all I got to say, man. Yours truly, Dr. Barry. Make sure you join um, our Patreon community. Um, we'll be doing a little bit more deep diving on this subject. And if you have any questions or concerns, hit up our Patreon community and y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board-certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.